Before this podcast starts, I'd like to say that due to the minimal amount of research on the specific artifact being discussed, most of the discussion in this podcast that revolves around John Peck is my interpretation. My understanding of John Peck is rich with anthropological methods and the help of many readings from scholars, historians, and archaeologists. Hello listeners, I'm Lily Jean, an archaeology major at Mercier University, and welcome to the One Heart in an Urn podcast. This is a one-time episode podcast, so that's why the name relates to today's topic. What's today's topic, you may ask? Great question. Well, today's topic is... Drumroll, please. Tudor's Heart Burial Urn. I know, I know. Awesome stuff. So in today's conversation, I'll talk about the context surrounding this urn, the owner's possible causes of death, and its religious ties. So this burial urn, thanks to studies and advancements done in funerary archaeology, it has been dated to a time roughly after the death of the heart in which it encases. It was made to preserve the heart of John Peck after his death sometime before 1562, and both the urn itself and the lid was created out of lead. The fun thing about this urn is that it is decorated with John Peck's name written in the Maltese language and a Maltese cross, which is etched onto the lid. This form of burial supported the heavy influence that religion and death had on people and their bodies in the 16th century. This type of burial, the heart burial, is a form of burial in which the heart is entombed apart from the body. It was very common in medieval Europe and during the Tudor era amongst the higher and privileged class, and was done most often in partnership with the burial of the person's entrails, so organs, lungs, the stomach, Heart burial can be traced back to at least the beginning of the 12th century and was done as a religious practice or to indicate the reputation of the deceased. Separating the heart and the inner body wasn't just a practice of status or religion. It also made it easier in situations where a person had died too far away from home to make full body transport practical without infection. So, taking them home separately worked as a token or representation of the deceased. There is much belief that the deceased in this situation, John Peck, wanted his heart to be buried somewhere that held connections with St. John. For those who don't know, St. John, who is commonly referred to as St. John the Evangelist or St. John the Divine, is one of the twelve apostles of Jesus. The Maltese cross mentioned before is an influential symbol of the Order of St. John. There have been many important cultures to bring inspiration and technology to Malta, but the most prevalent of them is mentioned to be the Knights. The Knights of St. John are said to have brought great prosperity to Malta, in fact, websites written by natives have gone as far as to refer to the time coinciding with the Knights of Malta as Malta's Golden Age due to the architectural and artistic advancements of the islands. Not only was there great growth in artistry, but burial practices as well had developed unique progressions that would later evolve into the traditions being seen today. Although the purpose of funeral rituals varies between religions and is dependent on time and place, it can be assumed that John Peck was a Knight of Malta with the information given from his urn. The Knights of Malta, which is the traced origin of the current Order of St. John, is a Catholic lay religious order, traditionally of military, chivalric, and noble nature. The place in which it can be found centered around was the Kingdom of Sicily. Before being central to this area, the order remained without a territory of its own until 1530, and with John Peck's death being around 1562, this meant that he had desired a burial most likely in or near this region for his heart and body after death. This kingdom was a state that existed in the southern region of the Italian peninsula, 
and Malta was a part of it for nearly 440 years after Grandmaster Fra Philippe de Valier de Ile Adam took possession of the island of Malta. In an article translated from Maltese written by social scientist and philosopher Joseph Camilleri, it's mentioned that the Emperor Charles V gave the Maltese islands, along with the city of Tripoli, to the Knights of the Order of St. John of Jerusalem and Rhodes. Since he was a leader of the island of Rhodes, and that was the place in which the knights were staying, it's possible that he knew John Peck and was inhabiting the place that Peck wanted to revolve his burial around. During this time, heart burial was prevalent among soldiers, authors, and artists. Specifically for soldiers in relation to the Knights of Malta, many wars including them were fought in the 16th century. There was the Great Siege of Malta in 1565 and the Battle of Jerba in 1560. Some of the most frequent practitioners of heart burial were military men which sparks a common topic of discussion when it comes to burials or death itself in religion. In Catholicism, the church believes that death is not the end. This is where a thing often referred to as individual judgment comes in. Individual judgment happens at the moment of death when each individual will be judged on how they have lived their life. Depending on their actions, they will either go to heaven, hell, or purgatory. John Peck was most likely Catholic due to his Urn's religious affiliations, and this, therefore, meant that it's possible he died in a war related to battles involving the Knights of Malta. Throughout human history, the heart has been closely associated with emotions and at times was accepted as the location of the soul. Burying your heart separately from the body, particularly in a holy location, was believed to quicken the saving of the soul because people at both locations would pray for you. In the Maltese culture, religion was and still is an important feature, as obvious in archaeological context when the Maltese started building megalithic temples in the early stages of their cultural development. So it's clear why heart burials would be prominent amongst people in the Order of Malta. Another possible belief for heart burial was to inflict immortality on the soul, and it's combined with the religious conviction that the soul resides in the body. So the soul was the essential root of heart burial. Mentioned earlier, as well as religious reasons for heart burial, it was also a useful political tool, which, depending on John Peck's social standing, could have been the case as well. His status being incredibly influential or important is highly unlikely though, because there was nothing found in relation to him that would interpret him as such, and there is little to no documentation of this man, nothing that is digitized at least. Heart burial had its peak in the 12th and 13th centuries, when the Crusades took many Europeans far from their homes, and often just their hearts were sent back upon death. So the use of heart burial in John Peck's situation provides clear signs of him as some form of soldier or warrior, most likely working as someone of importance in the Knights of Malta. Currently, it's unknown of the circumstances that came about before John's death. Many things are possible since this time period was plagued with many things that can bring upon an abrupt death. Aside from death by battle or old age, John Peck could very well have died of disease. Shortly before and after John's death, the islands that were inhabited by the Maltese people had been hit by plague epidemics in the 16th and early 17th century. Disease, as investigated in Malta context by anthropologist Samantha Lawrence, was an influential factor of burial rituals and practices. But burial practices were always changing anyway, typically with each influx of new inhabitants. During the Bronze Age, both burial and cremation were practiced but was later abandoned and replaced by the preservation of the corpse. This brings John Peck's burial back to religious ties, 
since preservation was practiced by those who believed they might be resurrected on Judgment Day. This belief was contradictory in this time period though, because while people split up parts of their body to save their souls faster, Judgment Day explicitly mentions that each and everything shall be raised to life before God. So, having your body buried in two different places could live as a tricky concept in religion. In the end, John Peck was a man who wished to be buried with religious ties, that much is obvious. His main hope was to be sent home after his death and receive a proper burial, assumed by the effort put into his urn, and he wanted to be buried alongside his people. Due to context clues, he could have been a part of the Order of Malta, which would explain his method of heart burial and urn embellishments. His cause of death is unknown, but if the rest of his body is ever recovered, if it hasn't been already, then that could help explain the many possible reasons for his choice of burial. Personally, I believe that the most likely reason for John Peck's death was battle, due to the many Malta-related conflicts resulting in combat surrounding the years around his death. This would explain why his heart was encased in an urn, clarifying that he was a soldier who died for the Knights of Malta. Once again, the current truth of John Peck's death and choice of burial is unknown, so this conclusion is reached with the sparse research on burial traditions related to the Knights of Malta. Any further information on this urn and John Peck is requested by the Rydale Folk Museum in North Yorkshire and the British Museum in London. I urge you all to look into this mysterious urn on your own time, and see if you can come around to a different conclusion. Although, if this was enough burial talk for you, then I thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the One Heart in an Urn podcast.